Hola, mi gente. Welcome to another episode of 831 Comadres, where, where nothing's off the, the table cuando estás entre comadres. We are coming to you from Salad Bites Media Studio in beautiful Old Town, Salinas, California. Hola, we- hola. <laughs> <laughs> and we are continuing spooky week, witchy week, or spooky month. Spooky season. Season, month, the whole deal. Es I don't know why I'm saying chisma. week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then just to put it out there for new listeners, welcome. Because, Yay. yeah, because I know, like, our, you know, audience has been growing. And it's so, exciting. hi, I'm Frenchie. Hola. I'm Sam. <laughs> okay. We sorry. go off on tangents. Yeah. Uh, but for the most part, we try our best to stay on topic. We try. See, I'm scratching <laughs> my head because we really do try, guys. We do be trying, y'all. But, you know, the thing is, is, like, we call ourselves the 831 Comadres because we're friends in real life. So, like, we really are, like, comadriando mm-hmm. here. And this is our catch-up time. Mm-hmm. I'm a mom. Mm-hmm. Frenchie is, like, has a very busy career mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. a husband. And I got a child. A child. <laughs> He's my big child. <laughs> Plus two dogs, a bonus kid, yeah. a mom that loves her and wants her around all the time, a whole group of friends. I mean, girl, girl we can too. go on and on. Girl, stop. So. You, you got your entrepreneur stuff going on, girl. I see you too. I be trying, y'all. Be doing some writing. Anyhow, for the most part, we try and stay on topic. And this is like kind of our shit. Apart yeah. from the summertime, because your girl Sam loves me a good bikini and some tropical weather. Like, <laughs> give me all the tropical fruits and suntan oil. Like, But like, today was it. like the first day it's actually been cold. Yes. And I was so excited. So I was going to say, other than summertime, this is my next favorite time mm-hmm. of year. Yep. More than Christmas, more than like all the bullshit. It's, this is, I love all things spooky, all things, all things Dia de Muertos. Fall. Yes, fall, all the pumpkin spice, everything. Todo. And I feel like this is really when tamal season kicks off. Mm. Right? Because it it's is. cold and you get all the caldos. I love the food from this time of year, like pozoles, m- menudo, like pan de muerto. I told my coworkers about vegan pozole that I had. Remember when? Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. And they're like, vegan pozole. My coworker was like, there's such thing. I'm like, oh. There's such a oh, thing. There is a thing. And then he was like, I want to try. I was like, I won't cook it, but I found someone to cook it for you or for us. But yeah. Also, shout, uh, speaking of vegan pozole, Gordon's in our beautiful city of Old Town Salinas here, they offer a there, vegan pozole. Good. Yes. And they do um, their vegan pozole with mushrooms. I highly oh. recommend it. Yes. Oh, very good. I love it's mushrooms. Delicious. I need to try that. Yes. So this episode, we're continuing the spooky themes all throughout <laughs> okay. the month of October, like we said at the top of the podcast. And so this one, we wanted to talk about urban legends <laughs> and so like scary so stories and stuff. And we thought, what better way than to talk about one of the most. The one and only. Iconic urban legends of all time in, in like, Latin American Latin America, culture. Exactly. Right. Which and we I, all know about. We all right. heard about it. Mm-hmm. Different stories. Mm-hmm. La Llorona. Yes. We should have done like a better intro. Dun, dun, dun. La Llorona. Yeah. Oz, put some pretty yeah. stuff in there. Sound effects. <laughs> <laughs> porfis, porfis. Oh my God, my allergies. Um, yes, but La Llorona. There are so many variations mm-hmm. of this story. Yes. But there are a couple of like consistencies. But I feel like everybody who is Latino or Latino adjacent. Yeah. <laughs> All have heard a version of La Llorona. Exactly. Right? And I just want to say this. I've never seen the movie and I will never watch the movie, The Curse of La Llorona, that was made in 2019. Because mm-hmm. I heard it was badly made. I heard mm-hmm. it had nothing like actually originating from the story. That sucks. And then they had like really like no Latino stuff in there or like from the perspective of not like we know her story, but like. What really happened to her? Like, this is the stories that we heard when we were little kids. Yeah. You know I what feel I like mean? this, because these stories are, like, 
originate in like Latin America. You, this right? is our cucuy. Exactly. El cucuy is another one. Oh, or know. like el chupacabra or yeah. something, right? Like all of these but are related. I was scared. I'm still fucking scared of La Llorona. Fuck that. Everybody as a kid was told the story of yeah. La Llorona. And it was always when you were misbehaving. Exactly. That's what it is. I, I don't do that to my kid. <laughs> let's not, no, honestly, y'all, let's not, let's like break, let's let's be the generation that breaks <laughs> that fucking tradition. I told of that like to Dorian. Scaring children into like falling in line. That shit is not yeah. healthy parenting, y'all. My don't bonus do it. Son, he don't fall for it, man. He was like, la, he's like, la who? <laughs> you don't even know Spanish. He's all, like, uh-huh. kid, I'm all like, never mind, you killed it. <laughs> like, I can't tell you that no more than you're like unless you know the translation it's not that spooky yeah it's not spooky anymore (laughs) but yes let's not be the the generation that like be over here trying to like scaring our kids into submission right like exactly but it is a fun you know kind of rite of passage Mm. maybe at like a camping trip and stuff scary stories yeah Yeah. especially i would think like on a camping trip because you always go camping near bodies of water and in every iteration yeah, of La Llorona, there, it all involves, like, her drowning her kids and her... Jeez, like, you say it so, like, with the... <laughs> no, I was... Because it's, like, spooky, right? It's like... Oh, my God. That's supposed dude, to be me like, smiling. I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh. No, but how old were you when you first heard La, La Llorona? I don't remember, like, the very first time. I, I don't have, like, a very specific mm-hmm. recollection. But I do remember hearing different versions of it. Like, really? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I remember, like, my cousin Jose telling a story of it. But then my mom saying another one. And yeah. then, like, my tia Marta telling us a story. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, a version yeah. of it when we were in Mexico. Yeah. And, like, just different, like, iterations of the story, essentially. Yeah, yeah, But yeah. as the legend goes... So for all of our listeners, we just assume <laughs> que todos somos Latinos aquí, entendemos y sabemos, and we all grew up the same because but if that's not, just what we assume. And you haven't heard of La Llorona. <laughs> Cabrona. Okay. Hey, no, hold on. I want to say this, a.k.a. Maria. <laughs> Indica, idiota. Ay, chusma, chusma, chusma. I saw that somewhere. Like they, her name was okay. Like La Llorona. Her name was actually Maria or Sochi. Yes, yeah, Sochi yeah. was the other name, iteration of it. That yeah. This woman's name is either Maria or Sochi. And it's this woman, in almost all the iterations of the story, as the legend goes, it's this beautiful mm-hmm. woman. Super pretty, natural beauty. Yes. Everyone wanted her. All the men yes. wanted her. All the men wanted her. And part of it is that, like, essentially, she used her beauty for evil and not good. Like, like she, she used that. But like she would, they have hombres plantados and like she was, girl. I yeah, like that. she was like very aloof about men. She's Sagittarius. She got bored. Que dejaba like novios en el altar vestidos y alborotados. And that way she's like la mujer en blanco. Yeah. Ooh, I got you. Yeah. See, that's one. See, I didn't hear about the, mm-hmm. some of the spooky stories. Okay. So, I, and I'm glad you made that connection, right? Yeah. So it's like siempre se aparece de blanco, right? Yeah. But as the, the legend goes, she's this beautiful woman who like, you know, kind of used, used her beauty to get what she wanted from men. Using abuse. Yes. Until finally she fell in love with this man or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. And they fell passionately in love. They did the nasty <laughs> and had a couple kids. <laughs> Not once, but twice. But <laughs> twice. Exactly. In all the iterations of the story that I know also, mm-hmm. it's always two kids. It's yeah. always two kids. Yeah. And a boy and a girl. That's, that's the one I've and heard. I And I feel like they do that because it, either if you're a little boy or a little girl, yeah. they're still coming for your ass. Exactly. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I but f- before we go to that, I kept seeing that she had two boys. And I was all, two boys? I always thought it was a boy and a girl. I thought it was like an older little girl and a younger little boy. That's what I always thought. You want to know? I Okay. So that's what (laughs) I... connection. (laughs) So this is what I thought too. And then I thought to myself, I was like, wait a minute. 
was I told that? Or do I just remember that very Catholic <laughs> yes! picture of the, <laughs> the big angel, the, the angel, yes. exactly the guardian angel yes. and the older little girl, That's the younger I... little boy going over a bridge and the river. <gasps> yes. Ooh, girl. See, I think we're just, we were just raised hella really, Catholic we were just raised really, and the yeah. subconscious mm-hmm. in us just kind of puts those things together. Yeah. I'm I, like, I don't you know, know if anybody ever told that? me that. I think I just might have been like, oh, look, there she yeah. is. Like, you know what I'm saying? See how hmm. Catholic we are? Yeah. Girl, I'm telling you. And I'm you. thinking like old like English clothes, like, you know, back in the fucking 1800 type, you know what And I those mean? kids look, weren't they carrying a pail of water and they I like, I don't it. know. But yeah. I just remember they were like very white looking kids. Yeah. And the angel was super white. I yeah, remember. And Obvio. Pero like blonde. Yo me acuerdo también que I was like, no mucha Maybe gente that was like, Llorona, like, like, like <laughs> Now I really think I'm gonna tell my mom like, do you still have that picture, girl? Or y'all listeners, if y'all are out there listening, and I just fucking blew your mind with that, go on Instagram and comment. We're gonna make a post about it, and let's see how many of us are like, I no, 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 that's anything. the story. Or people are like, holy that shit, that picture is in their parents' house somewhere. Still, Every, we all we all have, have it. Yes, yeah. We all have it. I'm saying all immigrant families kind of grew up the same, bro. <laughs> And I say immigrant families, like, call, you know, because I think about, like, I have a lot of Filipino friends, too. And I had a lot of Filipino friends growing up. Mm-hmm. And we were we have the same colonizer. They were colonized yep. by the Spanish as well. So they are also very Catholic, yep. very patri- yep. patriarchal in structure, like, family first, fear God, all mm-hmm. that same bullshit. You know what I'm saying? Todo so, eso. like, yeah. So I feel like because they're very Catholic, they have those same kind of, like, santos and, you know what I mean? Like, in the <laughs> churches and whatnot anyhow y'all so anyway it's always two kids whether it's a boy or girl two it's boys two. whether we made that up in son our heads dos. or not son dos chamacos eh? son dos pinches huercos son dos esquinkles <laughs> huercos esquinkles chamacos huercos we, I haven't a long ass time dude anyways um, well yeah like we know this, so, yeah, the main she story she had the two yeah. kids then as the story goes she had these two kids and the, the guy that she falls like people in the town start to like talk shit basically and they're like oh she's like a jezebel or like a you know they're like jezebel. living in sin or whatever yeah, yeah, right yeah. so she's like yo homie when you gonna put a ring on it and because he was like of a higher social class than she was mm-hmm. he didn't want to marry her so in a in a fit of rage Wait, not to interrupt you is this a story you've always heard yes okay so i heard so, different so in a fit of rage she drowns her kids and then she realizes these are like, their kids, their kids okay. yeah, that they have together. So then she realizes like, Ooh. oh, no, oh, no. Like, what the hell am I doing? Yeah. And she tries to save them, but it's, it's too, too late. late. So then she like, like leaves that. them off in the Rio or whatever, like their bodies float yeah. off in the Rio. And then she drowns herself. That's okay. That's what, right. Yes. So then her kids, they were baptized. So they go to heaven. Mm-hmm. But she is stuck in purgatory. She stopped at for, Peter's gate. Yes. And she has to atone for her mm-hmm. sins. Till the end of and the world. so Peter sends her back to earth mm-hmm. and he says to find the the bodies or the souls of her children. So that's why se aparece next to water, to rios, creeks, near bodies of water. Porque todo el agua corre. Mm-hmm. So she goes everywhere. Even to puddles. I've seen some looking, videos. Yeah. Looking for her children and she's crying. I miss okay. you. We all know. I don't want to say it out loud. <laughs> we all know that. And it's not like right? that type of crying though because like the way my grandma said she heard her was that it's it's not even sounding like a wailing way. It's like sounding like obviously she's in pain and she's mm-hmm. like crying like it sounds like a devilish type of cry. Mm. And you know what I mean? Like I torturous. Would, yes. Like she's being tortured. Like mm-hmm. so hurt and every, you know what I mean? But anyway, I have very descriptive words, huh? Torturous cry. Yeah. And See, I was like, yeah, yeah, busting out my SAT words I know, for shit, y'all. <laughs> I'd be sounding like a Harvard voice at work. And then tu acá con tu Harvard dictionary. Let's do this, <laughs> man. Say? Fuck it. See, I've heard that story, but mm-hmm. mine story is a little different. Okay, so tell the story that your your so, abuelita or your your mama told Yeah, you. so what my mommy has always my mommy Maria, so she's always told me the story that they the you know like Maria, I'm gonna call her Sochi, mm-hmm. Yorona, whatever. Her and her husband were married, whatever. The, well, he had to leave somewhere like on a ship. Mm-hmm. They already had the two kids. Well, the ship never came back. 
Oh. Yeah, the ship never came back, and she was like always waiting, like, no, he's gonna come, he's gonna come. Mm-hmm. And then from there, she just kind of went like ape shit. She, she was just crazy. like, she went crazy. She mm-hmm. just went, if my husband's gone, there's no reason for me to be here. So she killed her kids. She killed herself and yeah. her kids. Yes, yeah. she killed, like, I've known, like, the two mm-hmm. kids. The boy and the girl. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then from there, she kind of like the same thing. After she realized what she did, she saw their bodies like, you know, go like you flow away in the river. And when she realized that she killed her kids, she was like, what the fuck did I do? She tried chasing her kids. Mm-hmm. And then from there, she was like, I'm, that's it. Like, I, I have nothing to live for. Like, literally. So she drowned herself, too. Mm-hmm. And then from there, the same thing, like you said, her kids were baptized. They went to heaven. And but she stopped or. Well, she not even yeah, purgatory. yeah. So like, not even Peter stopped her at the gate. God was like, or Jesus, whoever creator was all like, nah, girl, you and daddy. Yes, this is all this is all very Catholic, <laughs> yeah. bitch. Because like purgatory and all that, like yeah. yes. So like, I'm gonna say Sky Daddy. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> so Sky Daddy was like, nah, homegirl, you ain't coming in here till you finish what you like. You did this mm-hmm. now till the end of the world. Hasta que se acaba el mundo, mm-hmm. you're gonna be roaming Earth for the rest of eternity. Until I come, well, you know, supposedly when, or whenever. The return of Sky Daddy. Yeah, the return of Sky Daddy when that happens. (laughs) Yeah, I fucking hate you. (laughs) Okay. The return of Sky Daddy when he comes back and makes his judgment, you know, for todo el mundo cuando se acabe, that's the day that she's going to earn, she's going to get her punishment. Mm. So till then, she roams the earth llorando por sus hijos. You know, when you were telling me that story, you want to know what how it came to my mind? What? The song by Mana and Wayo de San Blas. I was thinking that. <laughs> Tell me, that is my favorite song from the fucking album, The Sueños Liquidos. Like, number eight on the fucking album. Damn, I know girl. this, bitch. I know this. That's my favorite song. So, is, is it on Sueños Liquidos que está. Um, de la Sirena. No, 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 no. Oh, no. I know the a... album cover. It's all blue with the Sirena, but is that's the one that has. Hechicera. Reloj Cucu. No, that's no. the other one, like their old, old oh, one. Okay, never mind then. Yeah, no. So I know some of y'all know I love fucking Mana. I love Mana too. Yeah. <laughs> I know, but yeah. no, no. But yeah, so I always thought about it that that, yes. that was based off like La Llorona. But no, it's actually really based off of a real woman. Like Aww. they call her La, la Loca de La Moya de San Blas. Oh, yeah. See? Because she, it was like another story too. Like she lost her love. Mm. well yeah, yeah i mean if you the know song. the song then you yeah. know that what happened but i always you thought know I, mean? I you know what i wrote that in my notes too i was like i'm gonna look that up and then but no when i looked that up it was like nothing to do with okay. like La Llorona. but when you were telling your version of mm-hmm. it that's the first thing that came to my mind i was like damn this hella sounds like right? that song. Yeah, that's what i thought but obviously too. in the song she doesn't yeah kill her kids she just se hace loca y los cangrejos and yeah. everything se le yeah. She always wore the same blue dress mm-hmm. so that he, if he came back, he would, he remember would recognize her. her. And it's a really sad song. Mm-hmm. La Señora Ya Murió. I kind of looked it up. Like, you yeah. know, it was a real person in, somewhere in Mexico and then one of the los, de los muelles over there. Yeah. And, and yeah, algún she, malencón por allá. Yeah. <laughs> una parte por allá. <laughs> Pero yeah, it's a really sad song, but it's such... I don't know. I fuck. I think it's beautiful. <laughs> like yes. I really fuck the whole song. It's so sad, but they make again. Spanish songs are a lot different. Mm-hmm. They sound very different. But anyways, that's the story I've always heard. And I will. There's little. a song called La Llorona too in Spanish. Yeah, um, I've heard it from who did I hear it singing? La hija de ese way Antonio Aguilar. Oh, no, Pepe. No, ella okay. se llama Angela. Ah, esa, no, esa, Angela yeah. Hilar, yeah. Not la, la hija de Antonio. Well, that's a granddaughter. Yeah. Yeah. Is what's, it, his, what's his name? Pepe Aguilar. Pepe. There we go. I was yeah. thinking of his dad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. His dad is Antonio. Then Pepe yeah. is the son. I'm thinking of the old school guy. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. But there's another, like, the old school lady sings it, too. What's her name? Hmm. Uh, you know how I'm t- yeah, It's the old, old, like, Damn, old school. I can't remember her name, but it's like, <clears throat> como va la, uh, it's a, is that about La Llorona, actually? I'm trying to I think of the think lyrics. I so. de mi Llorona. No, llorona it's not. De azul celeste. So I'm going to listen that to one? Sean Paul. The one here. from Coco. <laughs> <laughs> that one. La, That's see. how everyone's going to, you know, remember it. Oh, see, there, the first thing that pops up is like from the Coco song. See? Chavela Var- Vargas. Chavela Vargas. Vargas the Chavela Vargas. Vargas, who was 
very much in love with oh, Frida Kahlo. She, yes. Mm-hmm. And Lila Downs. Have you heard hers? Oh, my I God. I fucking love Talk her. Talk about a hauntingly beautiful <sighs> voice. I love the way. The best way to describe And when she sings con una canción con Panteón Rococo, dude, it's a fucking, mm-hmm. oh. Okay, anyway, sorry. When it, <laughs> sorry. I get awesome with that music, man. One of my favorite versions, one of my favorite songs of Lila Downs is the version that she does of Corazoncito Tirano. I haven't heard it. Oh, yeah. She slows it down like hella much. The Ramona her, Ayala yeah, version yeah, yeah. of it is the one that's most popular, but she slows it down and it. I sing, I would sing it to Amy. She would love it. It was like, um, El mar sin agua no es mar. Mm. El sol sin right nunca sol. Y yo sin ti. No soy nada. But she sings it so like I just love the way she sings. Not this. like I do. She no, sings no, no, hella no. good. No, but, I'm saying yeah. hauntingly beautiful, but, but like very yes. slow and melodic. Like, and like she's hypnotizing ooh, you. Yes, that's the oh. See, I can make mm-hmm. words too, girl. She's hypnotic. Mm-hmm. Oh, hypnotic. That's nasty ass drink. I can't believe Ew, I used to drink that. Of course, that's where your mind goes. <laughs> Anyhow, when we when I, when I was doing version uh, research for this episode. Both Frenchie and I stumbled across a version of the story that we didn't know before. Mm-hmm. So in one version of it, it's the same deal. Maria, super beautiful, uses her powers for evil and mm-hmm. not good. You know, the uh, powers of her beauty or whatever. But she falls in love with a white Spaniard. And she believed that w- after he got her pregnant, she thought that he would like take her as his wife. And mm-hmm. because, again, he was she was below his social class. Mm-hmm. He didn't marry her. And so she drowned his kids in retaliation. Oh, that's the one. Yeah. Yeah. They're... But I never heard it being like that. She fell in love with the white Spaniard. It was always like See, a ranchero. Never, yeah. or just, it was like a guy. You know what it I mean? Was it was just like just someone some... from a rancho that was wealthy, yeah. good looking guy that all the women wanted and, mm-hmm. you know, all that stuff. But like yeah. they fell madly in love like yeah. together or whatever. Right. So yeah. I was like, oh, that's interesting. <clears throat> but I hate how like. One of the things that I kind of take away from this whole thing is that number one is that if you're hella shallow, it ain't going to end well for you, baby girl. Nope. (laughs) Like, that's kind of like how I feel like this as that's the takeaway from the story. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, but I just don't like how, I don't know, in all the depictions, it's always like Maria's like, like kind of (laughs) terrible. I don't know why I started laughing because I'm like, fuck, uh, you're right. Because it's like yeah. that. Yeah. And also I, I saw something that said something to the extent of like, it's also very reflective of how our decisions that mm-hmm. we make here on earth are going to affect us even in death. Yeah, fuck And they were yeah, saying that that is something that very much is like embedded into like Catholicism and stuff. Mm-hmm. So it's like you know, fear God and stuff because your all your choices have consequences that will weigh not only in this life, but also in the afterlife. Exactly. And that one, I was like, ooh, that's a good story. You know what I mean? That's a good way to put it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. And then like the one story that I told you earlier, I've never heard of it, but it was just like Maria. I don't know what it's called. Llorona. Sochi. I don't know. She has so many names. She has so many names. Mm-hmm. But you know, you're right. La Llorona. She was, like you said earlier, I like that word Jezebel. <laughs> I don't know. I just think it's a funny word. <laughs> but yeah, she was like. like temptress. Yeah, she was like that one. You know, when you say temptress, like Jezebel, I don't know for what reason. It reminds me of fucking the gypsy from Notre, like the uh, the humpback of Notre Dame. <laughs> I don't know why I think of her because she's all like moving in like this type of way with her hips. And you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. No, but yeah, I heard that that story that you told me earlier and then about the story like she already had these two boys or these two kids and then she loved going out being like the center of attention and all the men wanted her because she was so beautiful. And, she was a party girl. Yeah, she was a party girl. I'm telling you like girl she like Homer as, was a sag. As they would <laughs> say in mi rancho le gustaba la la vida de la noche. Yes. <laughs> Ella callejera. Yeah, that's what my grandma would call me. <laughs> 
<laughs> and then what's it, what's that one thing that they say there's a difference she's between, meant for the streets <laughs> the streets love me and i love the streets back um my mom or it wasn't even my mom who i can't even remember who it was i'm not gonna tell lies and say it was my mom but i remember someone telling me there's a difference because they were like Ay, a ti te gusta andar de casera. and i was like what does that mean and they're like you know like visiting people you oh, know what i mean like casera. oh yeah, i'm yeah. over at frenchie's house or i'm over here with julissa you know yeah, what i mean yeah, like yeah. i'm we're like i'm out and about essentially yeah. you know what i mean like chilling at someone's house and then um and they're they were like oh but don't worry that's like a nice way you know what i mean of saying it they're like una casera no es tan mal si te dicen callejera like eso es muy distinto and i was that, like damn <laughs> like yeah that means you're like in the streets this just means that like you like to be kind of like out and about with your friends. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like visiting people well, and kind of. I was of told like... always I was Kayahira. <laughs> I was like, yeah. At one point, I remember when I was like just turned 21, my dad was like, Nessa no es pinche hotel. And I'm all like, mm. sorry. At this point, it is. Anyways. Damn, but... <laughs> bitch. I, I, um, I remember one of the things that they used to say, like the women when they would gossip or whatever, uh-huh. like in the neighborhood and stuff, like. They would say, mm, pinche vieja callejera y correteada. And I was like, oh, even <laughs> like, tías chismosas. Yes, right? yes. And even as a young kid, I knew what that meant. And I was like, damn, <laughs> that, that translates to homegirl was ran through. Like, mm-hmm. Ugh. damn. And, yes. <laughs> No comment. No. Anyways, but yeah. Do your thing, baby girl. I'm just saying. They still out there. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't judging. No judgment here. Do your thing. Mm-hmm. And nothing like chicken wings. Anyways. Um, but yeah. So homegirl would always wear like a white dress. And like the way she would move and dance. People were just like in love with her. Like fell in awe with her. Right. Mm-hmm. So. But she felt like she was always being like kept behind her. And couldn't do a lot of things. Because mm-hmm. she had these two kids. Mm-hmm. But she will leave the two kids by themselves while she's fooling around. God knows doing what, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. So one day they found two bo- two kid bodies in the river. Oh, they yeah, drowned. they drown, and they think that happened when she they weren't being watched because she, she was, was always leaving them unattended. The she was out on the streets, mm-hmm. and then they think she was either- La Chona. <laughs> well, she was <laughs> the of liquor, yes. like girl finding someone girl. to dance with. <laughs> She was always out there. So, of course, they're like, oh, the kids are always unattended. Of course, they're going to be doing their own thing. And then, mm-hmm. you know, they drowned. Okay. And then when or, she found out, yeah. she drowned herself. Yeah. And, uh, and she was always in the white dress. Always, you know, partying whatever in her white dress. And then after that, they kind of figured out this doesn't make sense. You That's know, a good version of it. Yeah. And then the other version, too, what I think you, you and I both heard that her man left her for another younger woman. Oh, yeah. That was another one. Yeah. Which we all know that mm-hmm. one. And for, for revenge, she killed her kids. You know what? I feel like that's, I don't know. I feel like, like you know how, no, well, you know how like, <laughs> it's like that telephone thing, you know what I mean? Where like you tell one person something oh, yeah, and then yeah, as yeah, like it goes looking, through or yeah, whatever, yeah, yeah. like maybe someone like couldn't remember the story and they're like, yeah, that's, like, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. something that happens. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. In neighborhoods all the time. So they were like, yeah, she killed her kids. They're like, why? The husband left her for another woman. Exactly. <laughs> that was the current chief yeah. man. That was the thing that came to the person telling the story's mind. So that's what they said. And now it changed the folktale from that. Exactly. So it's saying? so like, many stories behind La Llorona. And then that's like. I like that one, though. Man. That one's that which one? creepy. That she was like, you know, a callejera. Oh, and yeah. had her two kids or whatever. And they were unattended. Yeah. So they ended and she up drowning. Ha- I feel like if that story if it was one of the true stories, I feel like she hated the fact that she had these two kids and she couldn't do what she wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Because but then once there. they were gone, she was like, oh, shit. Yeah. Like, what it, like, they were my two treasures. What yeah. the fuck? And then that and happened. Then she kills herself. And then, like, and one God's of, like, nah, go back and find exactly, your kids. Like, exactly. Like, go, go be a hoe again. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. You know. <laughs> Sorry, over here, like, spirits, energy world. Sorry. Oh, shit, I love it. But the like, other one that we know about, like, you know, the man left her, whatever, to be with a younger, beautiful woman, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then from there, he would just come and visit the kids and ignore her. And then I guess that's when she, like, got revenge, killed the kids, realized what she did. She's like, holy fuck, you know. So I guess down she would walk down the river crying and wailing and like 
you know, she wouldn't, she wouldn't want to eat. She refused food, you know, whatever. And then from there, that's she, um, she martyred herself essentially. Yeah. She like had her white gown on still. That's what she drowned the kids with, I guess, whatever. Mm-hmm. It was like those nightgowns, I'm assuming. I don't know, as I assumed. And then, um, she became thinner and tall, like a skeleton figure. Oh. And then okay. she just pretty much died by the river. And that's mm-hmm. why Tambien La Llorona, mm-hmm. La Chiona. But he's seen some crazy videos. No, people that like no, I don't see again. I don't. I I (laughs) I'm that girl. Highly believe that you don't just consume with your mouth. You consume with your ears. You consume with your eyes. You consume with all of your different. You know what I mean? Parts Mm -hmm. of your body, right? Mm -hmm. And I am a firm believer that you could watch certain things. Y se te mete el diablo por los ojos, güey. Like. Honestly, like if you watch things get no deberías, like I I strongly feel energies travel in different ways. Energies yeah. live in all different realms. And you don't think that our ancestors had access to technology. If you don't believe that, then you're just not that smart. I'm sorry. I can't take you that seriously. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, bro, I'm like fucking read a book. And so, yeah, obviously shit energies travel through technology as well like you know and if you're watching a video that's why they say that like in a lot of indigenous cultures Mm -hmm. they didn't allow for people to take pictures of them and that's why we had like a an oral, you know what I mean, history, and not like a writ a, a written history or whatever, right? Because like it it was they say there's an old folk tale or there's lore in a lot of Mesoamerican indigenous cultures that say that pictures um, snatch a part of a person's soul. You know what I mean? And so like, like, I've heard that before. Yeah. So yeah. they say, you know, like, and it's uh, like related to vanity and like things like that. Right. So I just feel like, bro, they understood this technology and like what it was doing. Like there's, yeah. you know what I mean? Myths surrounding that and like tradition surrounding like technologies and stuff. So just be careful, y'all. Well, I but, watch scary stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I honestly, I think I've always been used to it because since I was little, I've always like, dude, my parents fucking made me watch Leprechaun when I was like five because they, they made you. Because no miss, I was a bad little kid. I'm not going to lie. So that's why you know all these different versions of La Llorona, bitch. They were trying to get you to fall in line. They were like, <laughs> go to sleep, bitch. Yes. <laughs> bien. I know. Va a venir la Llorona. Not that's how like I that. always remember people saying it. If you misbehave, yeah. they were, those kids used to misbehave. And that's why she... Like, but see, like, another thing, too. The stupid movie that I still haven't watched, but I watch little clips here and there. Like, they come out, you know, mm-hmm. wherever I find it. I didn't know La Llorona snapped kids. Like, would snatch up the kids. Oh, supposedly she snatches yeah. baby bodies? Yeah. Damn. I, that supposedly, and I was like, wait, she does I didn't that? know that version. And I thought she just, you know, roamed the world crying for her kids for the rest of eternity till whatever happens. I didn't think they were really being snatched. And then she would drown the kids too. Damn. I don't know if that's, like, I've never heard that. I didn't hear that. See, that's why I hate it that fucking Hollywood tries to commodify everything mm-hmm. that is melanated. Everything black, brown, indigenous, BIPOC people they do. They fuck everything yes, up. Yes, they always want to get their grubby little fucking hands on it, man, yeah. and exploit it. Universal Studios in Orlando, they do this like Halloween horror nights and they did a La Llorona theme scare zone. And Shut up. Yeah. And they said like that that they came to like a haunted Mexican chapel and like part of the experience or whatever. And they were like observing the funerals of like these kids and like the wailing woman came out. And I'm just like, what? Nowhere in the legend do I remember them saying anything about their funerals. No, but I mean, di- maybe in a fucking church. May- I don't know. Maybe in some different Latin American country. That's the. Well, if anyone has maybe heard different in stories, Argentina or Colombia know. or something, yeah. who knows? We're all we know is the Mexicanness. Our fucking families taught us it's like it's and, pinche chica. she's gonna go to bed mm-hmm. and so but dude yeah like stuff like that and like you're saying that like the, the movie but there's been several movies made called la llorona oh yeah but like, it's the only one that i know of i haven't seen the other ones yeah, yeah. so i'm just like dude if you're gonna tell the story fucking get it right dude. exactly Ask and then no if you're gonna get it right you know like disney disney did a great job on coco pay motherfuckers too like, you get it right and you make hella money, but then you don't be paying the people that actually Mama Coco was like. La Senora Coco, who's yeah, actually chilling at her who, house. Who was, the whole movie was like centered around and depicted on. Go and pay the people mm-hmm. that you fucking exploit or whatever. That exactly. Shit, that, uh, 
kept the other day Emily asked me I can't remember what she asked me and I was oh she was because I was like well, I gotta go to work kid what do you what do you think what do you mean because uh-huh. I was like come on get ready let's go where are we going I was like I gotta go, go to work kid. where are we she's going like, and, uh, and she's <laughs> like but why mommy and I was like you want to know why because capitalism kid <laughs> And she was all, because capitalism, I'm like, yes, because back in the days, our ancestors used to barter and trade. Now we have this thing called money, and it's the root of all evil. (laughs) Exactly. Yep. And that's why they asked for it at church. (laughs) Twice. Twice. Not just once, but twice. Exactly. (laughs) If you've got something like brought right now, and that's nice. Oh, I've been watching too much tech. I gotta send you some fucking stupid shit on TikTok, dude. Anyways, but oh, before I we you. before we go into our next spooky little topic, I did read th- to um the earliest documentation of La Llorona is traced back to 1550 in Mexico City. Actually, and they say that it yeah. goes back to e- even pre mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it's pre-Columbian because mm-hmm. according to the um, Borgia Codex, mm-hmm. they reference like an Aztec goddess, a deity called. I can't say let me it. see if I can pronounce this. Siwa Coat. Yeah. So, so, so. Coat. Coat. Yes. Yeah. I remember you tried to teach me the teach me what the fuck teach, teach me. me the other day. TL. <laughs> yeah. I'm working on my Nahuatl. Y'all. Yeah. So if you listen to um the episode that we did about La Virgen de Guadalupe, aka Donantzin. We fucked up some words, y'all. Like it was, but we were still it learning. Was bad, yeah. We're still learning. But now I realize how terrible that sounded, and you know, progress, we're, not perfection. Progress. Exactly. <laughs> um, we're and doing so, a lot better. Yes, learning. So I think this is better. Yeah. See what go out. Yeah, I believe is how you pronounce it's it. It's from like an Aztec um, goddess, you said, right? Mm-hmm. It's um, considered AKA like the snake woman, Correct. which was one of the number of, of um, she's also considered motherhood and fertility goddess. Mm-hmm. So she's actually a good person. See what? Yeah. Means woman. Yeah. So that anything that starts with like that means woman and goat means snake. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Snake woman. Yeah. Dun, dun. <laughs> <laughs> so it's so cool learning also how to break down Nawa words. And like, if you know, like the root words, mm-hmm. you're able to kind of put them together and like figure things out. Yeah. So, yeah. I like, also read that she's con- like the La Llorona is also sometimes tied to La Malenche. Malenche, I'm not sure I'm pronouncing it right. Oh, Malinche. Malinche, yeah. Sorry. Malinche, uh-huh, which who is who was um, the translator to Hernan Cortes, yes, right? Exactly. And so, and his and also, concubine yeah, as well. And also that bore his son and everything. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. a lot of people confuse her, but they're two separate legends or whatever. Yeah, but I always, I heard that too, and I was like, oh, sure. Like, okay. Let me write this down. Also, the other like um, <clears throat> Aztec deity that La Llorona, they say that they get that they believe that the legend is based off of is the deity Cuautlicle. Okay. Cuautlicle, I believe is how you pronounce it. And it's because from there, there's some reference to like a wailing woman in that legend. And that's also in the, the, the Borgia Codex. So, yeah, I'm like, it's always a retelling. Right. It's different something. stories. And it makes sense, too, that they say that, like, oh, because if you if you study the Aztec calendar and again, progress, not perfection, I'm studying these things. The current time that we're living in is we're living in the house of Quetzalcoatl. Quetzalcoatl, mm-hmm. which is in the fifth house. And so everything goes by by cycles, right? Mm-hmm. So once this cycle ends and like our humanity, I guess the world as we know it ends, we'll come into the sixth house and then that will be ruled by, you know, a different God, right? So when they say like, you know, like um, La Llorona sent back to earth, to like Rome, you know, till the end of, you know, the world or whatever. Mm-hmm. If it goes back to the Aztec deities, it would make sense that, you know, she would roam this earth until the house, the fifth house ruled under Quetzalcoatl. Oh, damn, that's all detailed in there. 
You see what I'm That's saying? That's trippy, but it's like kind of it's cool that we know that or you're we're learning about mm-hmm. that, you know? That would make sense to me that it they makes would more sense, yeah. Plus, it's also the whole idea of purgatory as well <clears throat> exists within the the Nawa teachings and like the yeah. Aztec teachings. Exactly. So, yeah. There's also a statue of La Llorona in Chochomilco in Mexico. Oh. Chochimilco mm-hmm. is a like un barrio in, mm-hmm. in Ciudad de Mexico, and it's like no? straight up ba- like it looks like a skeleton, like straight up skeleton. And so that would make sense too because Ciudad de Mexico see, look at, and it's pretty. But see, that looks hell of Aztec to yeah, me, bitch. And that would make that? sense that it would be in 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 Mexico City mm-hmm. because that is Mexico City now in Tenochtitlan, which was looks like the capital yeah. city of. The Aztec Empire. Yeah, because that actually looks like the the goddess snake that you're talking about. Because mm-hmm. the, the, it's drawn the same. Siwakoat. Siwakoat. Oh, I kind of said it. Coat. Coat. Well, I think so. Well, I'm trying, y'all. Well, that's Kulisa. <laughs> exactly. I did ask Kulisa. <laughs> oh, you did? Okay. Yes, I did. Oh, wait. I she remember was like, she would, when we went to eat that one day, she was uh-huh. like trying to enunciate, and I'm like, Girl, yeah. just, I, I could say it when I'm, I'm trying. I'm I'm learning to manipulate my tongue in a way that which I can pronounce the T L. <laughs> girl, I'm so mad. I'm like low key mad at my mom. Like our first language, my first language was fucking Spanish, and I could have mm-hmm. like known more Spanish, but of course my mom was like, "No, you're gonna learn English." Of course. And there's my tongue, like can't be like. <laughs> but before we like start to wrap up this episode, I thought it would be fun to talk about like a local haunting. That Let's do it. Some of the local legends. Some of Selena's spooky stuff. As you know, we love our, you know, hometown or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. But there was a couple of them that I want to talk about. One of like the really big like urban legends out here is that one of the oldest um, roads in Salinas, which is called old stage road, which which, was on TV. Yes. And it connects like Salinas to like a couple of the next little cities over like Salinas, Chular, like, you know, Gonzalez, like Mm -hmm. it connects these. It's like a back road essentially. Right. So it's very rural back there. It's not, you know, like, like a common road because now old stage road used to be like the calle principal you know what i mean that people would travel on but the 101 replaced that right Mm -hmm. so now old stage is like a rural road you know here in salinas so as the legend goes old stage road is haunted so in the 1900s there was a woman that was walking like on the side of the road and apparently she was like this beautiful woman and i don't know why she was walking on the side of the road maybe that was a common thing to do in back the 1900s. in the hundreds <laughs> oh, what the <laughs> fuck do i be known plus i think as the story goes too and it would make sense because in the 1900s this was predominantly white you know what yeah. i mean and white people just feel like they own everything so they can walk on the fucking side of the road in the middle of the day and like not expect anything bad to fucking happen to them melanated uh, folks different fucking story yep. but i digress anyway <laughs> so as the story goes white woman walking down the side of the street or whatever right and some guy like pulls over offers her a ride and she accepts a ride because mm-hmm. she's white and of course nothing's gonna happen to her i fucking love ghosts like scary stories too where i'm like oh she's dying <laughs> she's white and stupid and anyhow the, the scary movies yes know? there's yeah. all we anyway but so of course she jumps in this guy's car he viciously attacks and rapes her mm-hmm. I, then yes. decapitates her mm-hmm. and leaves her and Wait, her body like, in the fields out there in old stage we should have said this before our story like weird description is advice yes <laughs> sorry <laughs> it's a little spooky a little, yeah a too like gruesome yeah anyways so uh, this the haunting is is that when people drive down old stage road they will see a woman on the side of a road like a very beautiful woman and like people will slow down and like offer her a ride or whatever and then she'll like disappear or she looks like like a ghost like hella thin and like sunken eyes isn't like and she like spooky. in the back of your truck or in the back of your car so i was gonna stop. say that yeah. there's another Sorry. there's another version too that if you offer her a ride or she will get into the back seat of your car but then when you like look back or whatever she's gone 
But you were saying too that if you don't stop yeah. and you look in your there's, make you there's a version of it that if you yeah. don't stop, you look in your rear view mirror and she's sitting in your back don't seat. Don't stop, get it, get sorry. <laughs> My brain works. We're all on music right now. <laughs> but isn't that gooey? Yeah. And there's like a whole bunch of people online that say that they've seen her, that yeah. they stopped, that like she wears a white dress, like all these things. I think even like our friend Eliana, she lives all the way up in the fucking boonies over there. Mm-hmm. She's, I well, she's been in that road for, maybe it's not that road, but she's been on her road, which is like all the way out there also outside of the outside of Selena's. Mm-hmm. And she said for the first time she felt like she saw a woman or saw something, but Ugh, she didn't like acknowledge it. Cause mm-hmm. let's be real. Maybe not me, but like, you know, damn well us brown and black people are not going to fucking stop and be like, let me check that out. Yeah, what is going no. on? We're like, mm-mm. Mm-mm. Nope, nope, sorry. no, you walk away. Nope. Nope. Who was, I think it's like, it's, um, LL Cool J comes out in a movie where like a boat sinks. It's like about sharks or something like that. And he was like, the brothers always die first. Like, <laughs> he's like a chef. Oh yeah. Yeah. Remember? Yeah. I, I he think have I little, talking about. Yeah, yeah. There's like, I can't remember the name Wasn't of the movie. Wasn't he in that movie too? Anaconda? Is that, is that that one? With J-Lo? Oh no. I don't know. I never watched that movie. Also, I was going to say when it comes to hauntings for Selena's like that, that are associated with Selena's, Mm -hmm. the most famous one of all is the haunting of James Dean's Porsche. Oh, you know, I've heard of that. Yeah. Okay. So as the story goes in the night, like it was like James Dean was this. Obviously, everyone knows who James. He was a heartthrob. Okay, yes, he was like an American heartthrob who was a, a in the movies, right? Mm-hmm. An actor, and he was cast to to play. Like there was a movie that was being made about Steinbeck's novel East of Eden. Did he crash and he here was, in Hollister? No, he crashed um, on Highway Forty Three. It's like going to Delano, right? Or like Baker no, no, Hill? no. It's be- it's like who um, the fuck is that? It's it's in between the 101 and the 5 in Paso Robles. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The 46. Yeah, yeah. I think I said 43. Yeah, it's a 46. 40, yeah, that's right. Paso. Yeah. Fuck, I forgot okay. about Paso. Anyways. So, anyway, he was cast to play, like, the lead role, I think, in the East of Eden, mm-hmm. um, you know, m- movie or whatever. But his last trip was in this sports car. A red. That no it was a gray it was a gray 1955 for spider 550 fancy Mm -hmm. and so he was driving the car to selena's for an a racing event and like when he got the car supposedly he was all excited and he showed it to like a couple of his friends and his like his one of his famous friends george barrius i don't know who that is said the car exuded a strange feeling of impending doom <laughs> he Ooh. was quoted as saying that i guess so uh, james dean drove the porsche from selena's or whatever and he was going down the 40 the 46 and he got stopped by a chp and he was like given a ticket at 3 30 that afternoon uh-huh. but then it was reported that at 5 59 he smashed into another car and he was killed instantly but he crashed into a tree no it was another car oh shit yeah and so they're saying that the number five it, it was like he died in 1955 at 5.59 in a 1950 fa- 1955 Porsche Model 550 Spider. So it was Dang. like the 5.55. So, but the other thing too. So the, the even the mangled car was mm-hmm. like, it was, oh, it, it was, was sold to his, to that friend, that guy, George Barris. Uh-huh. But when the car got delivered to the garage, it fell off when they were doing the unloading and it broke one of the mechanic's legs. Yeah. Oh, it was bad juju from the start. Yes. Mm-mm. So then two physicians, like two doctors, they bought the engine and the drivetrain mm-hmm. and they put it into their own racing cars. Like they took parts from it or whatever. Because after that, it was like just a shell. So they yeah. took the, the engine and the drivetrain. And in 1956, they raced the cars using those parts. And one was killed in an accident and the other was seriously injured in a separate accident. Oh shit! See, mm-hmm. and those and the cars that had the mm-hmm. drivetrain and the engine, and then two of the tires off of the car mm-hmm. was they were sold to this guy, and he like he later told the story that both the tires had blown at the same time, and it was like the accident was like nearly 
Like he Fatal. he was very he well it wasn't he was like saved by like the skin and the skin of his teeth. You know what I mean? Oh, like shit. it could have caused like a really really serious accident, but he like avoided it or whatever. But he was like it, like a it's like basically like one of those things. If I would have been like a half a second off or like mm. anything would have been different, like I wouldn't be here right now. You know, because both the tires. See, now popped. I want to know the origin of that car, where it came from ain't exactly, that, where who built it. Okay, Mm-mm. is that so part, then, like, somewhere in a museum now? Well, okay. Then it was said <laughs> that there were these fans that were trying to steal parts off of like the 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 uh-huh. original Porsche, and they suffered severe and in- uh, injuries. So later, the CHP, they they decided that they would use, because it, like, had so much popularity, everybody knew about James Dean, and they were doing this campaign to, like, try and get people to drive safer or whatever, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. So they were like, what's one of the most famous, you know, people car crashes that we can use, right? Yeah. So they were using James Dean, like, the parts of his car or whatever, during that safety exhibit. So during one of the exhibits, the the garage used to like store the car that mm. you know, that it was at, it went up in flames, and everything except for James Dean's car got on fire, was Mm-mm. destroyed. That's the devil, right? So, and and <laughs> then it still goes on, girl. So then later there was a separate incident that it was reported that it was well, it was not reported. So it was being displayed at Sacramento High School here in California. Oh shit. And the car was on like a pedestal or whatever. Mm. And so like, you know, obviously kids were able to look at it, you know, high school yeah, students yeah, yeah. or whatever. Well, it fell off of that pedestal and a kid broke their hip. Broke their hip? Yeah. They were like it fell like on a kid or whatever. And so, so it broke their funny. hip. Then after that, the car came here to Salinas. Mm-mm. But on the way, the car fell off of the flatbed and it killed the driver. <gasps> oh, you know what? I did hear about that. Yeah. yeah one of those old stories. So yeah. on its way here. So then. It's like it doesn't want to come to Salinas. That was the last because the last event that it was um driven at you know what i mean because he did that james dean did that yeah, racing yeah, event yeah. i'm assuming it was at laguna seca yeah yeah um so it was coming back to selena's and i was like no way so no and so it killed the driver right and then two years after it killed that driver mm-hmm. it fell off another truck and it caused a huge accident and then in 1958 it caused in it was caused another accident it said that there was a case in 1959 that the car was on display when for no reason it suddenly collapsed into 11 pieces. Is that many times it got like, you know, taken out? Moved or something? Yeah. I don't know. So it says that the last known whereabouts of the car, because, oh, girl, I went into a rabbit hole. Like, I'm just, all these fucking things. I know, like, I girl, tell. I was like, oh, this is so interesting <laughs> to me, right? And I'm like, James Dean, plus it's James Dean. So, like, a whole bunch of shit came yeah. up, right? So, anyway, I was like, where is the car now? Like, that was <laughs> my, <done>. exactly. <laughs> so, apparently, as the legend goes, in 1960, the car was created and sent to Los Angeles, but it never arrived. It disappeared on the way, and there's no known whereabouts after that. The Shut case the goes so cold. Disappeared? The trail goes cold after that. I I got chills. Isn't that a trip? So the car is nowhere to be found. Supposedly. That's a fucking lie. I don't know. It's being used in fucking the Hillary Clinton fucking, you know, devil worshiping fucking. I bet you in the White House right now is stored in somewhere. Somewhere. I and don't in, know, girl. But in the Vatican or something. That's just crazy, huh? That's spooky. That's that spooky. spooky. It's so like, that's the most like, isn't there know, like a well-known. A scary movie about a car? Something like that, too? Like it's like an old 90s, 80s movie? I, re- I just always remember the the one about the like bug beetle or whatever, yeah, right? Yeah, no, there it's is like a scary movie. Herbert or Hebert or some shit like that. Herbert? But yeah. I think so. It's like oh. about a 19, like a little Volkswagen Beetle. Yeah. Like, it's like a talking car or some shit yeah. like that. But dude, that whole James Dean one, that's like weird, huh? Like broke into a million pieces and like killed, well, not killed some kid, but like seriously injured some kid at Sacramento High School. Broke his hip. Like, well, we don't know if it was a boy or girl. I couldn't verify that. And then I'm all over here trying to like look up. I was like, what is the newspaper over there? The Sacramento Bean. It's a movie. It's a movie's called Christine. It's about uh-huh. a car. You're so stupid. So no, I'm, really I'm, I'm trying to find. I'm, I was all trying to find like old like articles about like 
you know what I mean? This James Dean car. And mm-hmm. I'm like all on freaking the internet. And I'm like, dude, I am way too invested in this. <laughs> Well, how can you not of it course was, you lead one thing to another and then yeah. you get into a rabbit hole and then you're like in a fucking conspiracy theory but i wasn't it was like two o'clock in the morning and i oh, was girl. on very little sleep and yeah you were all into it mm-hmm. i was into it but anyway Ooh. scary shit i love it spooky. i love spooky stuff mm-hmm. i don't know I don't really know much about this story. It's obviously about Sunless High. And obviously Sunless High is like the oldest school here at Tambien. And it's about mm-hmm. the tower. And um, it's basically just showing Tambien. Like, what was it saying? There's two stories. That there is the girl that hung herself from the tower. Because mm-hmm. her, her mans went to war. Mm-hmm. And never came back. Otra historia. And she hung herself. Gosh, why do all these? Anyway, go ahead. And then the other one I just saw is like, i never seen this one. And there's a picture of like a ghostly figured chilling on top of the tower at Sinless High. And I remember this, like, when I was with my ex, his dad worked at Sinless High. And mm-hmm. then he would come home late at night at, like, 11 because he was a custodian. Mm-hmm. And then he would tell us, like, I remember this one day I was there hanging out. And he comes home, like, kind of, like, spooked out. And I was like, what's going on? Are you okay? And he's all like, yeah, I'm fine. And I hear him talking to his wife, you know. And they were saying that something or someone kept messing with him in one of the rooms that he was cleaning. I mean, Sunas High has been there for God knows how long, first of all. You see shit in the second hall. I mean, the second hall. Upstairs in the second floor. Mm-hmm. You know, there, supposedly there's still, there's a bowling alley downstairs mm-hmm. somewhere, you know. Anyways, but I don't know. I've never seen anything when I was there, but so I've heard. when Because I, I went uh, to Selena's High, also class of 03. Uh-huh. I remember there was a story and it was the same thing that like this chick was like waiting for her man to come back. I don't I don't remember him back, like, her like, going war. to war yeah. or something like that, but probably makes sense. But I remember very distinctly that the guy's name was Adrian. Oh, really? Supposedly, so that you can hear her calling for her boo. And she's oh, like, look oh, at the, like, Adrian, or some, oh, something like, like that. Like, Yorona status? Like, yeah, well, I mean, <laughs> all my ghosts sound like that, okay? See, look at all of y'all. at this picture, and you see, like, a figure standing oh, right, you see yeah. it? And it's the but tower. Dude, Photoshop and shit, that, like. I don't know. Dude, Photoshop be making ugly, go- ugly girls pretty, like guys with no all pecs filters. and yeah, with six pack abs and like yeah, Do we have time all kinds to, of like, things. To say one of my scary stories real quick. Is it like a three minute scary story? I can make it three minutes. All right, go ahead. <laughs> well, for people that know me, real quick, I used to live on Gardenia. Everyone knows where mm-hmm. Gardenia is at. Well, you know, obviously. Yeah. And then I used to live in this one greenhouse. Now everyone mm-hmm. that was like the party house, like oh, that's where you know I live. It's a three minute story, bitch. Go. Anyways. <laughs> So what? Okay, this is after my grandma moved out from the house because she was she had cancer, and then we needed my theater to watch her. You know, twenty four seven. She mm-hmm. moved out, so I was still sleep in the room with her. Right. So long story short, again, this night felt so fucking like eerie already. Like it just felt weird, and mm-hmm. I think it was like one of those like new moons. I don't know what the fuck. It was super dark outside. Anyway, so my dog, who's a little Chihuahua, the little Chihuahua Chihuini, he was barking, barking, barking. I was like, no, fuck this. I want to sleep. Go sleep with my parents. No sé qué pasó. 11 o'clock at night, my dog's growling, like growling at the fucking ceiling. Mm -hmm. And I was like, there's always cats, whatever, right? Other than that, whatever that happened. Two something in the morning till this fucking day, I don't remember what happened to me. And I know a few of you know this story and I will keep saying it. And my dad doesn't like talking about it. Apparently, I was screaming at the top of my fucking lungs, like asking for like screaming for help. Mm -hmm. And then... My dad rushes into the room. He sees me kicking something at the edge of the bed. Uh-huh. And he sees a shadow. But he's like, oh, oh fuck. So shit. apparently I'm still sleeping. I don't feel nothing. I don't know that they're in my room. And then here comes my mom. Like, my dad's pulling me from whatever, trying to pull me down the bed. Mm-hmm. And then here comes my mom being Mexican fashion status, you know, running fucking like, almost, you know, fucking hell, battle of a hell. With fucking holy water. So she starts fucking spraying that shit como si nada. Like it was Florida water. Mm -hmm. And then next thing you know, I woke up, whatever was let go of me. Mm -hmm. And then I woke up and I was like looking like I was crying. But I was like, what the hell? Like, what are you guys doing here? Mm -hmm. And then they look at me like, did you like, did you not feel that? And I was like, no, like, what the fuck is going on? You woke me up. Yeah. Like I was. I and just they, 22. Did they realize you were asleep? They Now they after they realized. Then it got really super quiet again, dude. And tell me why. All we hear is someone running on top of the ceiling of the roof and fucking flap away. Shut the fuck up. 
fucked I fucking up, swear. Dude. And ever since Ooh, then, that's creepy. yeah, we all heard that. I started like fucking shivering. Like I was like out of it. My dad went outside and there no lights turned on. We had sensor lights on. None mm-hmm. of the lights turned on. My dad went outside and he, my dad was pissed at that moment. He was like, you fucked with my family because mm-hmm. he didn't show fear. If you show fear, then you're fucked. But if you show anger, that's another story. Mm-hmm. So my dad goes outside. He didn't hear nothing. He didn't see anything. He even went on top of the roof to go check. He's like, Laura, like my mom's name, like there's nothing. There's no footprints. Like what the fuck, you know? Mm-hmm. And it sounded like Jeepers Creepers. Ooh. You know what I mean? Like that type of flapping away. Anyways, so that happened the next day. Bitch, I had bruises on my legs. Like someone oh. grabbed me and then I had like bruises on my stomach. You know what they say? Like, mm-hmm. like brujos or brujas whatever like the bad ones they try to like suck your st- like suck the energy out of you segun mm-hmm. so that happened the next day my grandma was still in her like you know single sentido she was still feeling herself whatever so she came home and like she blessed the house like her curandera way you know she was like no mija like esto que estaba aquí en esta casa era mala energía en quería la niña well she would call me niña i was like 21 she's like quería la niña like no damn mm-hmm. that That's shit why- is scary as and i was dude this happened literally nine years ago oh at that fucking gardenia street damn girl i ain't going mm, that is hella <laughs> scary hella hella but yeah scary. that's my spooky story one of them <laughs> if you guys want to hear more scary stories about this area in particular i found out that there was i mean it's written uh, this guy's name is randall a weinstead um, and there's Randall. he wrote two books. One is called Ghostly Tales and Mysterious Happenings of Old Monterey, which I thought was oh, pretty cool. There's a haunted bar. Yeah, it talks about the haunted bar. And I was it also there. talks <laughs> about the the haunting of the Steinbeck house. Yes. And he also wrote a book called Ghost Notes. And those seem to reference a lot of things about, you know, mm-hmm. ghostly stories about our area here in Salinas, California. But with that, we will get into our regalos y cargas. <laughs> we'll get a little happier, a little more fun. Yeah, not so morbid, right? <laughs> Go um, ahead. Let's see. Comadre Frenchie, me? what are your regalos y cargas this year or this, this week? Year. <laughs> this week. Uh, my carga. Ay, wait. I can't really think of one, to be honest with you. I think carga is just bills. Mm-hmm. That's my carga every month. Like, I know you had a carga similar, like a, yeah. the same, like last month. And it's the same. It's because we're at the beginning of the Yeah. <laughs> it's literally the beginning of the month um i have bills i literally wrote down in my calendar all the bills that i need i have a lot of like i'm very grateful for knowing great people in my life but i have a lot of parties this month <laughs> got like, i gotta buy a present like no bitch i got you a bottle like i'll get you something like anything yeah, something. um yeah that's my regal my carga right now it's that it's mm-hmm. um fuck that's a lot bills bills right bills. around the corner from christmas dude but kind of cool, though, we kind of get, like, a bonus check, like, at work. Nice. For, like, all the COVID stuff that we've mm-hmm. been, you know, short-staffed to. So I think it's pretty neat. Like, that's cool. Nice. We're getting some. Oh, sure. I'm saving money that for, like, the holidays, you know? Yes. That's what I'm thinking of. Like, mm-hmm. whatever. Me regalo. Honestly, I, I'm going to shout this out to my sister, Patty. Patricia, one of my Brown Beret sisters, she did the yes, damn thing. girl. All the snaps to uh, you, Patty. I am trying not to cry, but watching the video of her. Okay, so to explain myself, my friend Patty's out right now in Washington, D.C. Um, she is with people that are fighting and demanding to get citizenship for all, for the DACA students, for everyone, for, you know, she's also... A pathway the, to citizenship yes, for all of the undocumented Exactly, and she's, she's been on a ride-or-die type of trip with this action, and, you know, she's committed, she's fighting, and, and yesterday, 51 people shaved their heads, mm-hmm. their hair, you know, and it's like... And my friend Patty, you've seen her. She yes. has long, beautiful black hair. Gorgeous, luscious yes. hair. Beautiful hair. And it's up to her, like, butt. Like, mm-hmm. I want to say it's up to her butt. It's long. It was long. Yeah. And the video is just, it's she's just rattling her, you know. She has her rattle? She has her rattle with her. And it's just such, it's like a, it's just so beautiful. You've seen the picture and it's beautiful. Yeah. And it's just shows like. She's just a warrior, a guerrera, a chingona. It's just like, girl, like, I am so fucking, like, honored to be one of your brown beret sisters. And the way you're fighting for for everyone and yeah. everything, it's like, fuck. It's just, it was so emotional watching that video. And you can see, like, not even the pain that she's shaving her hair off, but, like, just the, 
it's just so much emotion going through it because hair th- grows. I mean, hair has a lot of energy already. Yes. And then to cut that off, it's just showing everyone else. Like, first of all, hair grows. Second of all, it's like you're doing this for 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 nuestra gente. Yeah. And it's a radical. Yeah. And I'm I'm like, dude, like she's, down, she's rocking it. I'm not gonna yeah. lie, she looks fucking beautiful with her ball shaved head. I'm like, yes, mm-hmm. let me do your makeup real quick, <laughs> bitch. I got you, you know. Yes. But she looks gorgeous. Shout out to Patty. I love you. You're an amazing woman. You keep doing the damn thing. Us here in Oakland, Salina, San Francisco, Monterey, Cisa, we people that you know here, we got your back. Yes. Big up That's to it. her. That's, That's her. Dope. That's, That's my regalo. <laughs> yeah. Um, alrighty. Let's see. <laughs> Me. My carga. Damn, man. Always with the family stuff, y'all. Oh. If it ain't one person, it's the other. And so yeah, it's I got some some family stuff going on. Not not drama, just like, you know what I mean? Like life things that happen that, you know, we, we gotta get through and power through. So Working on trying to not stay so stressed out about that. Um, and so moving very right along to mm-hmm. my regalos. I actually, I feel I have two regalos this week. One of them was, I was hella, hella, hella blessed. And I had the most uh, amazing fun in SAC. I'm so glad you Over went. the weekend where I got to go to a music festival. And like, it was all like Afro dance hall, Afro beats, Afro Caribbean music. And it was such a fucking vibe. I had the best time with my girls and just, yeah, it was, it was so much fun to like just get away, especially with all the stress that I have right now happening, you know, with family stuff so that was a very very welcomed getaway and also shout out to one of my homegirls baby girl you know who you are and I was just so very happy to be called upon and asked for help in a situation um, that she needed in. She was like, yeah, I need all them fucking Harvard words, as you oh, would say. I know what you're talking about. Um, so <laughs> I'm wishing you all the best luck and sending you all the good vibes. And it was such a regalo for me to get the phone call for you asking for a little bit of help. And I was con todo mi corazón y con todo placer. Mm-hmm. Um, I was able to show up for you. And that was such a regalo for me to be able to show up for you like that in our friendship. Because I feel like you give so much to me. So I'm always, always, always very, very grateful to take the opportunity whenever I can show up for you. So I hope all goes well in this endeavor mm-hmm. that you are embarking on. And you're just such a regalo in my life. And I love you. And again, you know who you are. And Te amo un chingo, <laughs> cabrona, siempre. So, yes, y'all. As always, to all of our listeners, we appreciate y'all so fucking much to see those download numbers kind of slowly creep up little by little. And, you know, just to know that y'all are still hanging in there with us and being consistent, even though we aren't always as consistent with our, you know, releasing content, but we try our we best. Try. And again, sometimes life happens, but this is one of our passions and we have our all of our episodes for the month of October Mm -hmm. and parts of November already scheduled. Mm -hmm. So we will be consistent, hopefully, with, you know, all of our releasing. And thank you to everyone that continues to listen to us. Much appreciated. Mention us in your stories and on socials and writing those reviews and all that good stuff. We appreciate you. Yeah. Remember to tell a friend. (laughs) And to that friend to tell that friend. Exactly. And la primo and la prima. Pues todos, toda la chisma. Yeah. Because, yeah, Latinos helping Latinos is a beautiful thing. Mm -hmm. So with that said, we will catch you on next week's episode. Adios. Ciao.